I was going to say, just go ahead and delete what we just talked about. Just get it yes. out of there. Yeah. Also, Christy, yes. if yes. That, is that a Pac-Man ghost? Yes. <gasps> nice. That's <Yeah>. Pinky! <gasps> oh, no way! Yeah. Oh. Run, Pinky, run! Oh, is that... <laughs> oh, that coming out of the Wait, Pac-Man? Let nice. me get mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, Steph and Louisa was making that noise without uh, her yeah. mother. Yeah. Oh, she just generated it. I'm really talented. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Waka 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 waka. There's Pinky. <laughs> ah! This is fun. This is fun. Have you guys tried virtual Pac-Man? It's really fun. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so the situation is uh, this. It is a uh, Tuesday in spring, and you are north of of Limestone, which is old school Kingston in the year 2037. Um, Yeah, you're, you know, uh, on the run uh, as uh, the last time that we saw all of you together. Uh, You explored the question of what do we do? Uh, And what was pretty clear is that you're all in this together. And there's some interest in perhaps joining the uh, hunting party that is a broadhead. So a little dancing there, a little dancing. You're all in this together, folks. Cue musical number. Um, But uh, yeah, there's some opportunities. uh, One of which Alexi has taken right up, being hired by uh, Marissa Macron, who is uh, affiliated to the old uh, leader of the broadheads who disappeared and uh, died. Uh, unfortunately, tragically. Um, and so Alexi has joined uh, her along with some allies to investigate that. Um, and uh, the rest of you are recuperating. Uh, but as you will soon learn, as you as players know this, but not as your characters, uh, Sarah decided to uh, jump on board uh, the Alexi mission uh, and so is gone, uh, leaving uh, Sinyi, Jonas, and Fenril, and Fennec uh, among the other residents uh, of the Broadheads. Christy, I think when we last played, it was um, Fennec was on or hanging out with Sarah. I'm guessing that Fennec is probably quite panicky about this and so mm-hmm. would be uh, communicating it as much as possible to Fenriel, mm-hmm. who yeah, is she going to tell her dad? Because, you know, Fen, Fen's pretty, uh, she's pretty protective of this kid. Now it's been a couple of weeks, so my forest language might be a little rusty, you guys. Oh, yeah. I'll lead you. Hold on. I'll lead you in, Christy. Hold on. <laughs> but what Fenrir here, what was the voice you used? Oh. Fenrir. <laughs> oh, no. There it is. Don't it's back. The child has disappeared, Fenrir. No! I hate it so much. I, I love it you. so I much. I have failed as a guardian. Oh my god, no. My body like doesn't know how to react to that. I it's know. like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. but also... <laughs> my body is like both um, very tense from anxiety of it, but also yeah. like slightly aroused by the like pander <laughs> and timbre, I mean. I'm just like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I feel like I'm going there. through puberty what again. I'm here to, it's what I'm here to do. I'm here to just, you know, question the norms. Be a performer outside the lines. So as this is happening, Fennec has like run up and is skittering and um, like absolute panic. Hair like poofed. He looks like a puffball. Um, and Fenrir is just like looking at him and she can't understand anything that he's doing. He's just <laughs> mad chittering. <laughs> what? I, I 
don't speak, Foxel. I don't understand. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> so, yeah, with all this chittering, Fenrir sees that something is definitely wrong with Fennec. And so um, I think she runs outside the restaurant because he's, you know, clamoring at the window. And picking up and hearing his chittering, she starts to look around frantically. And um, if this is, a, you know, coming down and watching... You can see all these people on the field and some of them are at the shooting range and um, some of them are preparing to go off and uh, follow the, the sky whale. And what you see is Fenrail running around in a panic. And you just hear her saying, Sarah, Sarah, where are you? And she runs to the woods and she's starting to look through the woods. And Fenrail, I think, is sniffing the air just sniffing trying to find her scent and she's sent fennec off to do the same cool you get to one edge of the wood um here as a uh, vikram who's established out, out here drinking with some friends being there, like is there anything the matter my dear uh, there was a, a a small girl with us and and, and she's uh, she's gone I, I i don't know where she's gone uh so he kind of looks around and says like lads uh and uh one person uh by the dock uh, probably willoughby uh, says like it's like oh yeah he, she was out by the boat uh, I assume she left in the boat with uh, Marixa uh, Gitz was there Thistle was there and the 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 enforcer you let a child go on a boat unsupervised they hey what do you mean unsupervised there's four people in the boat with her are those four people her parents I don't know exactly you shouldn't have assumed. <laughs> I, Willoughby looks for support, and Vikram's like, <laughs> like you really fucked up there, Willoughby. Even my foxel could tell that she shouldn't be going. This is all kind of Willoughby's fault. I'm so sorry to hear that. This is the same one who shot at the lake and thought that they'd done a good job. Yeah. Well, Willoughby, did you think you did a good job with that? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, you did a little bit, <laughs> you didn't you? Did. I appreciate um, you panicking, and I'd panic too if uh, one of my kids, he gestured towards his dog, suddenly disappeared, but uh, that's probably where she is. So the question is, do we follow her, or do we trust that Alexi and Marixa and the rest are going to take care of her until they return? Uh, I, uh, uh, and the logic of this has just, like, broken Fenrir <laughs> I think, uh, I think at that moment, uh, um... Um, Fennec sort of uh, crawls up onto uh, Fenrir's shoulder and just says like like whispering into her ear um, uh, being like uh, Jonas, remember Jonas? Tell Jonas, Jonas the father of the girl Jonas and it's just like and then, and then a quick just a quick cut to just just, the, just a very quick second cut to like Jonas is in like the restaurant he's like looking at this like, like it's like a toy fish on a board and there's like a switch and he just like turns it on and the fish like comes to life and it's like <laughs> and Sinyu's slow keyboard tapping is just in the yeah. background yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sorry and then cut back to the this frantic action <laughs> I, you're right and Fenrir just looks at Fennec she goes you're right you've got more sense than four men put together You've been no help! And, like, Fenrir just runs off. Uh, Vikram just kind of reacts to that and looks at the others and being like, I'm sure the kid's fine. Um, 
<laughs> Fenrail's like just barreling through <laughs> at this point. Like, um, I think she, um, they're still in the restaurant, so she like opens the doors and just yells, Jonas! <laughs> Jonas kind of like, like, like just turns his head quickly over, like, put the truth down. <laughs> truth. <laughs> put the truth down. Put the truth down and come outside. Sarah's gone. Jonas kind of like, what? Uh, what? And then like puts the, puts the toy fish down and, or hangs it back on the wall where he found it. And just like, what are you, what are you talking about? And gets up and walks over. Do I stutter? Your daughter has left. She's flown the coop. Wait, what? Where? What are you talking oh, about? I don't know. She just decided to follow Alexi and go on a boat. Huh. That's your reaction? Huh? I like to imagine the whole bar is a little startled. Well, I think that she's probably safer with them. Um, Alexi than with any of us, really. And then that's when Fenriel, like, go. this darkness comes over and she looks at Sinye and just goes... What makes you think anyone else is safer than me? Well, I am her father, and he, Jonas takes a big, st- big stupid step forward, and he like, <laughs> <laughs> like a big, stupid, big, just step. stupid step forward, and he looks and he's like, "Listen," and he like kind of walks in between this like, what I imagine is like a Harry Potter wizard stare battle, <laughs> wizard duel. I don't know how to describe it. Like, <laughs> except like this, because Sydney's sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and he's like, well, I am her father, and uh, I would hope that I'm the best, but... And then Fenriel, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, she's going to cut you off and go, oh, you're the best, are you? It's funny that you didn't even notice that she was on a goddamn boat. And, like, like Jonas, like, like puts finger up to say something and then, like, thinks for a second, and he's like, and then he nods, like, yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but he, but then he but he looks back up, he's like, no, wait a second, did you say that Sarah left with Alexi. Well, I don't think she left with him. I think she left along behind. I'm no way. He doesn't know. I'm saying she snuck. She's a sneak. She snuck the sneak. Listen, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'm. I think I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust Sarah. I'm going to trust Alexi. And then he looks like he like looks at Cindy. Takes a second pause and then looks at. uh, Fenriel, and he says, and I'm trusting the group more. And Fenriel is just going to be like, but, but you're, no, but, and then, sh- but then Jonas looks, he's like, I know she's a child. And I know that this whole situation kind of freaks me out a little bit as well. Trust me. But I've, I'm, I, she has to grow up. And we've both talked about this, right? Maybe, uh, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, make a, <laughs> no, Julian, <laughs> no, listen, thing, handler. <laughs> now you listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jonas, make a uh, charisma roll for me, please. Yeah. Just uh, to help, you know, inform uh, Fenrir. Uh, you yeah. know, she takes us in. Man, not a good. Oh wait, can I say that I'm persuading? Uh, yeah. Depending on your role, this might cool. count as a notch towards your persuasion skill. Yeah. Sweet. I owe a six. Uh, plus four, ten. I got yes persuasion. You get a, a notch in persuasion. Yeah. 
Uh, so a 10, Christy, as Fenrir, that is just like the bare minimum of success, you know. Um, so it's not necessarily the most convincing thing you've heard. Uh, and I think probably just uh, this conversation you had last night, uh, or I forget if it was last night or the early morning of Tuesday mm. uh, with Jonas about being like, you need to be a better dad. You can't just be like bringing her into these dangerous situations <laughs> is probably, you know, coming back to your mind here. Yep. I think. At this point, yeah, you can see Fenriel's got, like, a vein and an eye twitch. Like, she's just, like, because no one, I I think she just kind of looks around the bar and no one's saying anything. And she just goes, is no one going to, am I, I am not, she's a, you're all daft. And then she walks out just, like, in a huff, just, like, ugh. Uh, The bartender calls after you and be like, do you want a drink there to settle your nerves? Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> uh, Jonas looks over and he's like, yeah, please, yeah. Uh, he's like, wasn't talking to you, but sure. <laughs> Enriel just walks out with her middle finger in the air. And, the, and then, like, before the, you know when there's, like, that, like, the question before the scene ends? It's like, it's like Jonas just kind of looks to Cindy and he's just like, does she talk to the, to the little squirrel thing? <laughs> Well, by what have I observed, (laughs) I'm going to guess yes. And now I need uh, Alexi. I'm going to take it that um, Rixa and Gitz, you were sleeping uh, in advance of doing watch later. So that means that uh, Thistle and Alexi. Uh, you were awake during this. So Thistle, if you could make an uh, intelligence or wisdom roll with advantage, and Alexi, just a straight uh, intelligence or wisdom roll. Uh, nine. Okay. This makes sense. While the uh, landscape is changing behind you, you did not really notice. Uh, so 13. Yeah. So with that beautiful line of human after all, we actually cut away to um, Thistle, uh, you are standing uh, watch uh, here, and uh, you you know uh, you clock uh, Alexi and Sarah to your left, who are kind of you know Sarah's probably burning the midnight oil, so to speak, and staying a little past her bedtime, probably as it is, you know, nine thirty ish. But Thistle, you look to your right, and uh, sure enough, the uh, the lights, uh, the silverish uh, kind of twilight in the forest and the fog rolling in. Um, Esper the seer is uh, is coming uh, to arrive and um, kind of make its pronouncement here. <laughs> is it? Does it feel like threatening to her? It feels uh, to a normal person incredibly threatening. Uh, to Thistle, maybe exciting, also dangerous, obviously. Uh, but uh, as close to actual magic uh, you would get in this world. I think she kind of like whistles to the rest of the group. I think she she does a... Yeah, she sounds a whistle, and she's kind of in a rapture. Gitz, I need to make an intelligence roll uh, here, Mm. and so will Marissa to hear this whistle. Or maybe they won't wake up uh, directly. They might even miss the show. Cool. I rolled a 10. Okay, so uh, gets at first, unless someone nudges you, you are not going to be waking up for this. Cool. Uh, Marixa, with kind of a start, who's not fully asleep, uh, does wake up here. And uh, yeah, uh, everyone except for Gitz is kind of uh, clocking in 
uh, to the uh, the fog, <laughs> <laughs> the silver stars coming. He's out sleeping, here. like cradling his cards to it's his like, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. As uh, it almost seems like a uh, ghostly realm, just to the west of the campsite is kind of uh, apparating with these silver kind of lights here, uh, as the trees are kind of shaking from an invisible wind. Uh, kind of opening up uh, to almost like a uh, you know a dragon entering uh, this area. Uh, uh. Like she just like looks in the direction of the thing, and like in the middle of that rambling that she was giving to you, Alexi, she just like looks over and just uh, uh, Alexi. Yeah, and I think with that, Alexi is peering over to see what's going on. Yeah, you see this phenomenon uh, at this point. Marexa has kind of startled awake, has the rifle, and is kind of crouched down. Uh, you know, uh, she was kind of sleeping quite near to her father's grave here on a bedroll. Um, but she's kind of also looking more towards Thistle than anyone else. Would, would Alexi know exactly what this is? No, no, I, I don't think he would. So then I think he just like puts her behind him and pulls out his sledgehammer. As uh, Thistle, you're kind of uh, through Marixa at the very least, uh, kind of given command of the situation as uh, you see these trees shudder. And sure enough, these impressions of these silver uh, pillars kind of arrive uh, through the ground. And they kind of are unveiled by the fog as if they've always been there. Um, and she kind of says to Alexi, lower your guard. You're about to be a part of something wondrous. And Alexi, uh, I think he... He loosens his grip a little bit without lowering the weapon specifically. Uh, and I need uh, Thistle and Alexi to uh, make intelli- uh, wisdom rolls. Sorry. Um, wisdom rolls first. And Thistle, I'm going to give you advantage on this roll. Ooh. 11. Ooh. 13. So... Uh, what, to be clear, uh, Sarah, you're going to see everything that happens, uh, as well as Thistle. Uh, this can be directed at, uh, Alexi, and <laughs> Gits, unfortunately, I don't think Rix is waking you because he's still startled, so no one has thought to wake you yet, so don't worry about Sleeping that. Sleeping peacefully. <laughs> Uh, and um, Rixa is going to be unaware, uh, which people can check in for the rest of the experience. They're just kind of looking around and even saying something at times that seems to be drowned out. Um, but the next thing all three of you, uh, Sarah, Alexi, and uh, Thistle uh, see, um, is a uh, kind of an outline, almost like the start of a, a drawing of something. Kind of like a vague outline of like a blue line before, you know, fully inked in of what looks to be a rectangular kind of helm. Uh, and then the silhouette of a figure afterwards that, again, looks like a, a knight in armor, uh, you know, humanoid. Uh, but most pronounced is their face going forward and six uh, dots of the most silver, symmetrically uh, like that of a uh, of a die. Um, and I these, always think Reggie uh, Steele. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. I'm picturing nice. a Reggie Steel in 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 armor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. We, you've all got it, folks. It's a Reggie Steel in armor. That's what's going for. It's right here in my notes. Um, 
But uh, yes, uh, you see this uh, face kind of go forward here, and uh, these vibrations uh, that are is almost like a um, like a slow motion vibration of uh, you know a shimmering of a tuning fork or perhaps something hitting steel, but also mixed with uh, kind of like a whale sound, uh, kind of an undulation and very bass-ish. And again, Marixa can't hear this, and the sleeping gits can't hear it either, so it's very reverberating almost to your bones, but it's clearly silent as well. Um, and with that high roll thistle, uh, you know the first word that this thing says very slowly, but it almost seems like time slows down, and it's actually speaking at the right kind of slow tempo, is Catalyst. Um, and it does turn uh, its uh, gaze towards you, Alexi, and uh, perhaps you don't hear that word, uh, catalyst, um, but you do hear the following words, uh, Alexi, uh, and of course Sarah, and of course Thistle, which is war or refuge. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought you'd never oh, ask. Jeez, <laughs> buy me huh. dinner first. Yeah, I think like I don't know at this this monumentous entrance. I think Alexi. I don't know. I guess he kind of has like no. I don't know what he wants. I don't know. Fuck, that's really intense. What the fuck does he want to do? Yeah, it's it, in a word. It is extremely, it's extremely intense, fucking this intense. fucking thing. Um, yeah. Could I make some kind of wisdom sure. roll or something to like see if Alexi comprehends that this thing doesn't just immediately want to fuck him up? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like in the circumstance, yeah. I feel like his like warrior instinct is to be like, well this thing is scary and I have my body and that's my weapon. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I don't know. So can I make like a wisdom I'd say or? make a wisdom save or charisma roll disadvantage. Okay. Uh, meaning that I will allow charisma disadvantage because Alexi, you know, is a student of people interaction. Okay. He does uh, have heart of gold. And that's actually kind of what's making this possible. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, charisma disadvantage. But also, your heart of gold in this situation is Sarah, uh, this kid next to you, who, uh, Sarah, like, despite the intensity of this, uh, Sarah, for whatever reason, you know, I, I like to imagine when the camera drifts over to your close-up, uh, it's, it's somehow less intense. You're almost more not welcoming of this strange appearance, but... It's kind of like a weather system to you. You're like, oh, interesting. Mm. You know, it's less kind of like fucked up. <laughs> this thing's gonna murder um, everything. Okay, I'll make a charisma. I'll use inspiration. Great. So just just be a regular charisma roll then. Fourteen. Um. So yeah, Alexa, your first instinct is to fuck this thing up. Uh, but in looking around uh, to Sarah primarily, but also Thistle. Uh, who kind of predicated this with, like, uh, prepare yourselves, you know, this is a great honor, um, essentially. Uh, you kind of realize, like, oh, dialogue is possible, but this is a very strange dialogue. So it, it does hold uh, your hand here, um, or hold your uh, stay. Okay. Um, okay, so then Alexi, uh, I think at that, Alexi just kind of, like, slings his sledgehammer back over his shoulder, uh, still keeping, like, a hand on uh, over Sarah. Um and just, yeah, awaiting what, what happens next. 
question lingers uh, of a refuge, a war or a refuge. Uh, there seems to be time is moving in a weird way. You're unsure as Marixa is looking almost confusedly at, you know, Thistle and Alexi. You're not sure if he, she's in a loop. It seems to be the same look. Uh, and it seems to be the responses to you as nothing seems to change for a minute and a half. It's to me specifically? Seems to be. Okay. Either you or Sarah. Uh, the uh, six dots are kind of, you know, uh, they've appeared and are looking at you uh, at uh, a very straight on angle. Okay, then... If I may, Stefan, I think maybe Sarah, like, I think maybe she kind of, like, breaks forward a bit, like, kind of, like, evades Alexi's hand a bit and just says, Refuge! As your voice, Sarah, uh, echoes out there, and there's a curious uh, tenor to it um, as it kind of, you know, uh, gets almost bassy at some point as it hits some trees, but also very sharp and echoey here. Um, as uh, you, are, you are all three of you, uh, tuned in after a moment's pause uh, to the following words. Join the pinnacle north east. As time is passing, this thing is becoming slightly more pronounced. You can see its shoulder blades, again, all silver armor. Uh, its helm now is almost apparating like a real thing. Uh, here, um, and it is kind of staring down towards you, uh, and it uh, looks to be about uh, you know a healthy twelve feet tall. This is kind of stooping down uh, to kind of look towards you. Uh, yeah, I think Alexi. I think he doesn't really. He's not saying much. I think he's just. I think he just grabs Sarah and puts him back behind him, um, and and just says, uh, "Northeast, northeast." Thistle, uh, thist uh, Thistle, this uh, thing, Esper, turns towards you uh, in kind of a slow, ponderous movement. And again, this kind of slow voice say, where is the thief? Um, so I will ask, what was stolen? Um, as it says, pretty immediately, like the fastest ever responded, silver. Here? Uh, yes, and almost uh, the first time uh, an emotion of almost impatientness, frustration, perhaps. Um, this will kind of looks towards the grave. It it looks it follows your gaze almost like a mirror, uh, and it says, "Not him, the one who did this to him." Oh. And then uh, Thistle responds, "I." do not have this knowledge, what would you have me do? Return it to me. Uh, and you can all tell, as in all three of you, uh, that as they say that, they are retreating as all the uh, effects of this killer musical special effects of the smoke and the silver. But no, all the effects uh, that the Seer Esper is kind of retreating, uh, starting with its figure uh, becoming more kind of blue lined and fading at the darkness, and then the fog, and the, uh, sorry, and then the silver pillars, and the fog and silver itself as it's beginning to kind of retreat here. Uh, Thistle is breathing quite heavily. Um, her breathing's kind of up in her chest. She's not hyperventilating, but it's like very emotional. There is like a tear rolling down her face and a look of 
like wistfulness mixed with resentment. And her hand tightens around her spear. Um, and she turns to Marixa. Marixa, who does kind of clock it, but it, it becomes apparent that Marixa is almost in a different time frame. Uh, as you kind of look at her and she clocks eyes, but she's clearly just oblivious to this, uh, you know, giant seer uh, to her right here. Alexi is just, um, I don't know. I feel like as, as Esper is retreating, Alexi is, you can see him, um, anything that was out that was his from his bag or whatever, if there was like a piece of food or whatever, or whatever it is, or whatever he pulled out of a sleeping mat for, for himself that Sarah is now using, he's like vigorously and aggressively packing away back in the bag. Um, Sarah, Sarah's going to take a bold step forward and say, how will we give it to you? She kind of like yells to the, the apparition. As uh, it uh, kind of says, not looking at you as it is retreating, its face is almost gone here. Pinnacle Northeast. But uh, yeah, I'm curious in uh, how you would all spend your downtime. Uh, and this in the sign role-playing system. Downtime is more of a fluid uh, time where, you know, uh, time can pass. Uh, we can cut to, you know, you doing something at one section of the day and then cut to later on the day where you could be doing something else. It's also a good time to work on skills if you're working on skills uh, and trying to just heal and, uh, yeah, just do projects. I would, I was wondering, skill-wise, what yeah. would it be if I started training as a rogue? Hmm. Cool. That's that could be a great skill. Like more specifically, what skill of a rogue would we be looking at? Well, I have sneak. Um, great. Okay. Uh, but I kind of want to do like things like um, shadow walking, lock picking, um, dual wielding of like daggers and stuff. Because she's got a lot of daggers. Fenrir has a lot of knives. Um, so yeah, you have an open skill slot, so you can just start learning uh, one of those skills. Uh, and if you want to start learning two, then you can look to like kind of replacing or merging one skill into like a better skill. Um, but for simplicity's sake, if you just want to start learning a skill now uh, of that list that you generated, we can do the rules associated with that. Yo, learn invisibility. Invisibility. Yo. I'm not a real wizard. Learn laser vision. Or, you know, tie-dying. Or tie-dying. Totally tie is useful. Tie-dying. Yeah. Tie-dying. <laughs> I'm going to start learning Heart of Gold, and I think every other character should also you learn Heart of That's Gold. You can. That's mine. You can. <laughs> What's heart of gold? That's my Do skill. Monopoly on skills. No, you can learn my skill if you want. It hasn't been. No, I'm joking. It hasn't I'm joking. been incredibly useful, but uh, it's more of a character choice. All right. Well, think on it, or if if you know right right away, we can kind of set that uh, scene and how you would start to learn that. Well, I'm definitely changing uh, sneak to shadow walker. Um, like a more, more already, intense. I'm just changing. Okay, but hold on. It. What is what does like that mean? It just version? means she can sneak, but it's cooler. Like I'm. I'm good at like sneaking, but like it's cooler. So it's sneak. Dun, 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 dun. It's, it's like water. more intense. Is it more intense sneak? <laughs> yeah, it's like you well, can't see me in yeah. shadows. Well, you can't just decide you're now better at something. I'm not. This is not it's how this still sneak. Works. It's just cooler. I don't want to just have charisma. I want to have heart of gold. Okay, let me have something like, cool. <laughs> oh, but heart of gold is a, That's a skill, skill yeah. right? Yeah. So is charisma. No, you can't just learn no, to be good. No, it's not. No, charisma's <laughs> a stat. You guys don't know this game, okay? I know this game. I literally created this <laughs> no, game. Wrote the game. <laughs> you know, no. You may have made this game, but I've played like 20 hours. Yeah. 
So does that not count for anything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Check your sign privilege. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Maybe think on that, Chrissy, and what skill you want to learn. No, I need. I need to learn the knives. Uh, so, uh, Fenril, uh, and learning knife fighting can write that down. You're going to need to get six notches to make it a real skill. Uh, right now, this is a skill in training. Uh, depending on Fenril's backstory, do you think this is something that, you know, she has, like, kind of picked up the basics and she just needs to put in the hours of, like, practice? Or do you think you're seeking out someone to, like, teach them? No, I think that it's something, because she lived in the woods for so long, right? Um, on her own. My guess is that, uh... This is something she knows the basics of because she would have been like throwing knives and like she's made her own arrows and things. That's why she's so good at sneak and beast master. Oh, and medicine. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Um, but uh, yeah, so knife fighting here. Then make a, I'm going to say, let's do either a dexterity or to start this off kind of interestingly, dexterity or wisdom. Okay. Role. Come on, baby. Let's, let's do this. Okay. Twelve. Yeah, that's enough to start off for sure. You can give yourself one notch of knife uh, fighting here as you spend, um, you know, anywhere between uh, two half hour windows. Uh, just kind of go to the basics, getting familiar with uh, your knives here, uh, trying different grips and just getting different weights and getting familiarized with where they are and going through, you know, um, the areas of the body, uh, you know, that you kind of cut there. Uh, but yeah, great. You spend some time, your downtime doing that. Step, Fantastic. step, step. Step, step, step. Uh, yeah, any other scenes or projects uh, other characters are working on during this day? Uh, Sinyu just, you know, tries to distract Jonas from the fact that his daughter is gone. But I don't think she's very successful. I think that she, like, her idea of fun is very boring. So I think <laughs> the way that she tries to distract him is like, oh, you know it would be fun? Like, let's um, look through this menu and mm. point out all the grammatical errors. Mm. <laughs> Right, yeah. Let's, let's calculate yeah. the average right. median price of a meal. Why not do that? <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, there's no rule rule needed for that. But uh, yeah, Jonas, how are you spending uh, your hours of the day here? Well, when he's done pointing out grammatical errors uh, in the menu, <laughs> um, I, I imagine he's, uh, well... Like it's it's like you know hanging at the restaurant bar just 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 trying to like focus and then I, I'd say like like at some some points he's like it's just kind of sitting at the dock just looking like waiting for the boat to come back kind of thing almost at time just you know he's he's obviously worried but he's trying to trust that this is uh, something that maybe he realizes Sarah needs or something or whatever uh, I think while he's doing that Sinyi just like goes sits in the truck with the laptop she's just like waiting for the reply swirling a mint around her mouth Ooh, and i sent i did send you a reply louisa uh and you would have gotten that pretty quickly within like you know under half an hour of sending it i just sent an email back okay yeah this is how rp works sending emails no one does this (laughs) yeah (laughs) thistle get get up uh as uh Marixa kind of yells towards Gitz there, uh, who kind of with a, a shudder is kind of like, uh, getting up here. And uh, Thistle looks up slowly and her eyes are still wide and she says, they were here again. What are you talking about? What? 
Esper. What? Yeah, Marixa kind of shares, gets his look of incredulity here. The seer? And Thistle nods. Gets pulls out like two knives immediately. Where? Uh, Marixa says like, not like that's going to do anything against it. As uh, uh, Marixa looks towards Alexis, uh, Alexi, sorry, as like confirmation uh, here. Yeah, and Alexi has packed his stuff and thrown it on his back, um, and uh, it, and says um, uh, and says we're leaving. Wait, what? You can't leave at night, Catalyst. It's not safe out there. It's not safe here either. Whatever that was, it wants something from us, and I will not be here to find out what. It's just silver. You don't have to fret. Alexi just uh, takes a step towards Thistle uh, and just says, Have you ever fought one? That is not what you do. A warrior of their kind. Have you? And Alexi just nods. Listen, Marixa is now getting up and getting her senses here. Alexi, Esper isn't a stock warrior. Seers are different. Listen, I agree. If something seer-like happened around here, I wouldn't want to stick around here either, but I only know the dangers that I know. And heading out there in night, there are countless things that could snatch us right up. Now, if Thistle thinks it's safe, and this visit from the seer, if it did happen, I'm sure we can unpack and understand why it happened, but we've set up our camp, we got to stick by our camp. And, uh, yeah, uh, Marixa, not yet confident as a total leader, is also looking towards Gitz for confirmation here. Gitz, Gitz like, sees the look and just goes, and then kind of, like, rolls his eyes and goes, everybody, one second. Thistle. He's, like, looks to Thistle. Thistle, if this thing wanted us dead, would we be dead? And she just stares back at him <laughs> intently. So that means yes. And we're alive, so I think it's safe. And he kind of like to assume that we can keep camping. Pinnacle, northeast. Yeah, yeah, in the morning, whatever. Right? We'll stay here for now. And she looks at um, uh, Alexi. And Alexi's already grabbing Sarah's hand and walking towards where they came from. To the, towards the boat. Um, a thistle runs up in uh, uh, quite um, hurriedly and she goes, stay. The nighttime isn't safe for children. Don't make the mistake I did. Sarah looks up to Alexi. Yeah, I think Alexi is visibly very upset in a way that we maybe haven't seen him before. Um, um, fee- for the first time, maybe a bit of fear we see in his eyes as um, he sort of maybe it's not a flashback, maybe that's a bit on the nose, but it just we get the sense that this kind of stuff is you know, he's had experience with it, and it's not like fighting um, men, you know, it's not like fighting people, it's like on a whole nother level, and he just kind of gets that. Um, we will stay the night. We leave tomorrow. With or without your thief. Sarah looks over 
to Marixa and like puts like her hand in her mouth and she says, Oh, um, I'm so sorry. Marixa looks inquisitively. For what, kid? Sarah kind of like looks to the other two who are present during like this conversation with Seer. And she's like, well, the, the, he, it asked us to, to find the, the thief who stole from him and then points to the, to the, to the grave. She says, and then she like kind of gets silent. She's like, I'm so sorry. Stole from him. Uh, and Marixa pretty quickly, almost like a, a lightning bolt kind of hits her internally. Vikram, son of a bitch, didn't happen upon him. He goddamn killed him. He killed my fucking dad. Gets Gets is like hearing this and is just like, Vikram? Thistle is also like very alarmed. Son of a fucking bitch. God damn, it's so obvious. Why else would we have my goddamn rifle? Probably took this goddamn path and found him. How did he know? What? Why would he kill him? She, perhaps with some choice swear words uh, into the darkness, uh, regardless of the seer threat, um, you know, is a little inconsolable for the next uh, few minutes uh, and seems to be on a, a warpath here. Um, I think with the confirmation, I think... Um... Uh, Thistle will pay her respects to the hat and the grave. And then um, she'll look at Gitz meaningfully that he is supposed to take the watch. <laughs> and then she'll try to sleep, but then her eyes are wide awake. <laughs> I think um, as, as Gitz is approaching whatever place has been deemed the watch site, I think Alexi like, kind of puts a hand on his chest. And just says, um, and just says, um, go back to sleep. I am taking watch. Gets. All right. Yeah. And I think Alexi is just, I don't know if you, I think the camera sort of like, it starts and you see like Sarah sleeping next to the fire and then it pans over. You see this sort of like hulking shadow, uh, outside of the firelight with the sludge hammer, just like sitting in front of him. He's sitting beside a tree, just like holding it very intently. And if you were to zoom into his eyes, you would see that he's, he's just like seething. Like he is just so incredibly <laughs> mad. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolden as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at TheSignUniverse, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, Please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, 
Thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch, May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST. And every Friday, after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing. <laughs>